This episode of the Wedding Film School Show is brought to you by Musicbed, the best music licensing platform for wedding filmmakers. Head over to themusicbed.com and enter our code WFS on checkout to get a free month on your annual wedding subscription. Now, on to the show. So my look, by the way, is not a LUT. Like, we, I, we didn't have LUTs. You had to, like, create a look. You're a little punk rock, right? <laughs> a little rebellious. Not doing things right, making mistakes, figuring things out is all part of growing. If you're halfway decent, probably everyone who's next to you is terrible. If there is really your own personality, really who you are in your work, then those are the couples that are going to connect with that. Mm -hmm. And so ultimately, they're, they're connecting with your work and connecting with you. Hey guys, welcome to the Wedding Film School show. It's just me today, and I'm really excited because I have a guest on today who I've been wanting to have on for many, many years, someone who I really, really admire as a filmmaker, uh, who I consider to be a friend, and who really has, I think, a lot to teach people about wedding filmmaking. Before we get to that, though, I just wanted to kind of remind everybody, we just released a brand new wedding filmmaking behind the scenes. Um, a really interesting perspective. Uh, Jared actually takes on a role of a second shooter and he kind of outlines what we like to have our second shooters do. And also maybe if you're a wedding filmmaker who's maybe not accustomed to hiring people, working with other people, maybe it might get you a little bit of a template on how you can work with other people and some just really cool ways to make your films better by having collaboration. So go check that out. YouTube, we got this new BTS and we're excited about it. We think it turned out pretty cool. It's a little different than some of the stuff we've done in the past. And so, you know, that's what it's all about, right? Trying new things. Um, so speaking of trying things, why don't we try this interview, Sharon? How you doing? Hi, good. <laughs> that was excellent. I have to watch that, by the way. I saw that you guys released that BTS. So I want to oh, watch yeah. it. Yeah, well, it's, it's, it's a little different, you know, it's a little different than what we've done, but, but it's not about us today, Sharon. It's all about you. So how are you? How are you? Your, your, your natural light looks really nice. It's window light. I like it. Yeah. Sharon, I've been um, wanting to have you on for a long time. I kind of like was saving it, to be honest, for like when I actually knew what I was oh. doing because oh. I didn't want to screw it up. Um, I kind of feel like it's one of those things where you have certain people and you need to know how to like actually help them be their best self. That's kind of like what interviewing people is. It's just like wedding filmmaking. It's like trying to get someone to look their best. I want you to sound your best. And that to me is on me a little bit. And so I wanted to like come when I was ready. So I feel like um, when I think about people who have something to teach someone and maybe aren't like, I don't know, you would probably wouldn't consider yourself like an educator, right? No, you know, I'm not. Yeah. <laughs> I just don't want to say it. You can say it. <laughs> I think I think you are like, you definitely can mentor people. And I'm sure you have mentored lots of people in the real world. And, but in terms of like knowledge and what you do here, like I can like, if you don't know her work, I'm going to, I don't want to speak for Sharon, but I, my thing about Sharon's work is first of all, urban, like, you know, it's like, it's shot in an environment that is, I, I don't work in New York City, Sharon. I work in Boston a lot. 
I know those films take on a life of their own when you're in an inner city. Like, you don't have, like, now we're going to walk down by the ocean for a sunset. Like, sometimes it's like, there is no sun. It's buildings. Like, like you have to just shoot differently. You have to think differently. And so, to me, when I see your work, I always, it just speaks of the city. I love New York City, too. So, it connects me to that place I love. Even though it's not all New York, but, you know, a lot of it is. I, that, that, I feel that. I feel that connection. The second thing I always think about with your work is, the, the interesting compositions that you're bringing. And, and if you see her, if you've never seen her work, um, people, it, it, there's just an always like an intentionality to it that I think is hard to find and hard to see. And then I also think uh, edgy, like there's an edginess to everything, but also personal. It's very personal. So it's not like, I wouldn't call it stylized, right? Like, or fake. It feels very, very curated in terms of visuals but very, very personal in terms of story. And so if you haven't seen it, you should go back and go watch your work. It's really special. And so Sharon, in terms of questions, like how would you describe your work? Because I've heard a lot of other people kind of describe it. I just gave you my interpretation of it. Like, how would you describe your work? Like, do you feel like people like, like see it the way you do? Um, I think that, uh, well, that depends on, on if we're talking about industry or we're talking about like real people. Interesting. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, maybe they see what, how do those differ? They do differ a lot. So, um, when we're talking about industry, like industry people, uh, right away, um, they, 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 they notice the compositions, they notice the light. Um, they, uh, the music always, um, when we're talking about like real couples, if I'll get like a couple, you know, uh, a couple's insight on our work, which they always share, um, uh, you know, it makes them cry. Um, they love that we're, that, that, that we're putting like real moments in there, uh, that, that they see like real stuff, real moments, not just. Um, what, if a couple, if when a couple describes it, it's like not just like a montage, like a montage of thing of the kind of mm-hmm. feel like video. Yeah, like the, um, the typical modern kind of. Yeah. Which nothing wrong yeah. with that, but it is it is a thing. Yeah, sure. but I feel I feel like I feel like I there there has to be um, there is definitely a very distinct aesthetic uh, about our work that. that you know whether you're industry or or a couple you have to appreciate um that that kind of uh that that look that the whole look as as a whole um you know to book us we have couples that like love our work but i but the the it's too like dark or moody whatever for 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 them like i actually am more um in talk speaking with a, a bride right now she's out in florida and um her brother's actually in the industry so she totally under she loves she loves the, the look and the vibe and, and what we do but she's asking if like we can um if, if we think that if i think that we can pull something else off and she she sent me um like the photographer's work which is complete opposite Ugh. of what we do as far as no so, no no it's so no, brutal it though because it's like i always want to tell people i'm like there's if you really understood it you know that that person's shooting a raw image with like four times more yeah. color data than we are <laughs> yeah 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 exactly i i mean she she didn't say it like she actually the way that she wrote it was almost like she was she was you know 
felt bad about writing it. Yeah, yeah. I, I was I was like, you know, no, 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 I'm glad that you're asking or whatever. And to be honest, um, they're also working with light different, way different than we are. And, and I don't know about you, but I'm learning more. So the first thing I always ask is one of the first things I always ask, not the first thing, who is a couple is who their photographer is. Oh, yeah, then it's one, of, it's one of my, at, especially in the high end. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, you want to, you want to, it's not even just for us. And I always say it's this, for like, the couple, if, 100%, because the, and the photographer, everyone involved, the like, there's got to yeah. be synergy. There's got to be, and it doesn't mean that I, like, I would not do it. It just means, like, I think it calibrates the couple's expectations because the real question is not, like, will I work with this person? I'll probably work with almost anyone unless they're like a Nazi or something like, but like, I, <laughs> like, like I don't have a huge problem, but if the person's like, can you do X, Y, and Z? I'm going to say, well, based on the day and I wouldn't say right, this, right. but who they are, no, they're not going to let me. Like I know working right. with some photographers that they're going to mouse around they're going to let the couple's schedule go totally out of haywire. We're not going to have, we're going to have a five minute portrait session. They're not going to pose them at all. I'm going to get no time. And then the planner is going to be in the room looking over our shoulder and it'll be over. Like, yeah, you know, that kind of stuff just based on working with people. So even the look I've had like planners tell me like, why well, book, I book filmmakers based on the look of the photographer. So that the portfolio looks good when I deliver it to a publication. I, that makes, I mean, that makes sense. It does make sense. It's, it's of... just like a weird, it is weird. And people need to keep that in mind. So I guess that leads to my question then, Sharon, is because you're kind of like dancing around it a little. Like, I feel like you've made strong decisions with everything about what you yeah, do. Yeah. And what you know, like you're a little punk rock, right? A little rebellious. <laughs> <laughs> and, and so yeah, I, yeah. I feel like you're, you're like in everything and you do, like there's like that personal side right but then there's also a little bit of that like edgy side and you know you so you made statements and in your work that i think are strong and so do you feel like like sometimes you pay a price right for having such a yeah, strong yeah. aesthetic yeah yeah definitely but that was always the intention mm -hmm. so for um i always knew that uh i mean even when we first started the the whole the uh, the intent was to be at the time, the hot word was boutique. I don't know what you want to call it now, um, but I it was always I always knew that, um, and then especially getting more and more familiar, even with you know with my own uh, style and vibe, you know, because that takes time. That's mm -hmm. time to figure. You yeah, know, well, I think that's one of the out. biggest things people yeah. want to skip a lot of times is they yeah. they they just they're not patient with themselves. No, I mean, especially today, it's hard. It's hard. I feel that. So when we first came, when we came into the industry, we didn't have Instagram and Facebook. We had Vimeo. So it, I think I, I really, I really feel for uh, people now that they just, they don't even have like a minute to figure themselves out because um, it's uh, the, the way that things are now is, is uh, what a people lot are striving of for. It's like, it's a lot of pressure and, and, and that what people are striving for is um, like activity, like social media activity, the likes and the, and the numbers or whatever. And that is something that um, it's hard to, it's hard to be patient with, you know? Yeah, I mean, well, even I, I don't, I am, 
I don't feel like our I don't feel like our um, numbers on social media uh, represent at all what what is actual. Um, what the, I, I don't even know how to describe it. So well, well, social our, media doesn't reward good storytelling or quality imagery at all. No, no, like, no. But what I'm saying is we're a bit like we are we're I think that we're pretty well recognized in the industry. And we're pretty, um, we do well as far as booking couples. And uh, I don't know if like our, if, I mean, that, that's probably on me too. I don't, I don't really find the time as much as like some people would. I don't even know how some people find the time to like be as active on social media or whatever, but whatever, that's besides the point. Yeah. Um, I mean, I think the point digress. is, is like, is like that you had time to develop a look and yeah, not just yeah, develop a look like develop a portfolio because brides had time because that's the thing i brides and grooms of course no uh, i feel like it's more they like, don't more have time to I'm like saying. think for themselves no one can think for themselves everyone is being influenced and like that's what i'm saying that's like, what i'm saying what i'm saying is you you don't even have time and and plus you're um you have so much access to like there's there's so many outlets to to like just seeing, every, I didn't even know how many videographers were out there in the world. You know what I mean? So you're just seeing so much where back then you didn't really see as much. Kind of had to figure it out for yourself, you know. Um, we saw less and we were inspired by, um, at the time, I mean, we had like some real like OGs that, that are now OGs. Um, you know, you would be inspired by it, but, but kind of have to figure your own sort of thing out now there's just way too much out there um it's hard to just it's hard to come it's hard to figure yourself out i guess it's, yeah so i, I, I guess like know how, you know what i'm saying right you 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 know like i feel like like you know you're kind of acknowledging like i make strong statements they get me the client that i want right and yeah. and i i always wonder like if you're established i feel like that's much easier to do right like if you're established yeah. to like, and, especially, and it was easier to do in the past, like, like pretty much if you don't know what it was like, like 10 years ago, you were doing this, I was doing this, right? You pretty much just put your stuff out. Maybe you do a not listing, maybe you go to a wedding show, right? There's not a lot of options, but you put yourself out there and you're, if you're halfway decent, probably everyone who's next to you is terrible, right? In wedding filmmaking. It's just some guy with a camcorder, right? So if you're showing up and shooting cinematic, like, you're shooting on a Canon 50 mil 1.2, you're going to look like freaking Steven Spielberg. Right. And so like, you know, you could just, you would be successful if you were good and you would build an audience. And like, it wasn't so much that you had, like they were comparing you to another filmmaker with that exact same gear. Right. And your look was more their look. It was like, you're the only person who has a really, really beautiful image and everyone else's image is crap and you win. And so we were able, I feel like we were afforded the ability to just play like for many years, like you're in the market, you're just playing on the market and you're working out your look, you're figuring out what works, you're building a, a client base, you're building connections in the industry. I feel like nowadays, right. like, first of all, like I'll talk to people and I'll be like, they're like, oh, I'm just really frustrated with my business. And I'm like, okay, tell me about your business. And they're like, oh, yeah, yeah, I started I started four months ago. Yeah, I started four <laughs> months ago and I'm not, you know, I really want to be. I'm not where I want to be. 
I want to charge $8,000. And I'm like, <laughs> chill. Like, how many people have filled out your form on your website? 11 people. 11. It's like, and, and I, I feel like, like, I do still feel though, Sharon, like they still should slow down. Regardless of oh, how easy it is or hard it is, I do feel like like you wouldn't be where you are. I wouldn't be where I was if I was trying to make what someone else made. No, of course not. And back then too, we didn't have we didn't have. So my look, by the way, is not a lot. Like we, I, we didn't have luck. You had to like create a look, you know, yeah. if you wanted last. So my my look right now is still not a lot. I I um I I it's it's a build of of tools, you know, a bunch of shit, like literally like a build, like a building building block. Um we we had to we had to figure stuff out, but I think like I think that um and but listen, that goes for every industry. Yeah, you know every I mean? industry. We, 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 we're not like we're not like poo-pooing on the modern way of doing it we're just yeah, yeah, yeah. kind of saying like maybe w now that you have all these advantages still take the time you have you have to and uh, but i don't blame people for I, I, I don't blame people for it's just it's just i think that it's kind of like what's forced on us now is 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 uh wanting you know access to everything like now and wanting everything now and because we're seeing we're seeing i don't know viral videos that just go you know or it's just a whole different well, a whole different mindset now but yeah I, I feel like people um should really not be so hard on themselves and 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 take a minute and take time and maybe you know i always say that um I always say that maybe you shouldn't even just be watching like music. I mean, a uh, wedding video, dancing music. Except videos, for the wedding film critiques on Thursdays, uh, live on Wedding Film School. Yeah, yeah, Stuff which those. I thought that I was going to be part of, but maybe you can tomorrow maybe if you if day. you have time. Right. But um, well, I'll definitely do it another day. That would be fun. It is fun. I I, I think. There's no going back, right, to the bygone eras where there was you just had to figure it out. And there's some negatives with that too, right? There were negatives with mm -hmm. we weren't doing things right. We were making a lot of mistakes. We did it, you know, hopefully we were able to help other people. Yeah, right? but I think I think that that's what I think that not doing th things not doing things right, making mistakes, figuring things out is all part of um growing and and it, it, you know what I mean? It's like, it's starting at the bottom and, and you learn, you learn more, you learn more. Um, where here today, I, uh, there's, there's no room for that. There's well, no time for that. I even think in my head, like as an educator and with a lot of us that are kind of trying to do this and, you know, obviously I would love to make money off of it. I would love to yeah. be able to do this. You know, I often reflect on like, as an artist, you know, I hate uniformity. Like I like uniformity of mm. uh, quality. Like I think there should be mm. more standardized quality. I think there should be more uniformity of like pay the parts of it that I think are undergirding it. But the art, right? I don't like that. But I and and even the methodology. Like when people try to ask me, like one, of, they always like, how do I build a studio? And I'm like, I have some things I think I could say. Just like if someone said, how do I get your look, Sharon? It's like, be me. 
Like, yeah. <laughs> you yeah. know, it's like, so that's a, who are you yeah. is the question. What but do that, you want to do? Right, right. Exactly. And, you know, like I, I always say that I always say that um, I feel like when someone is honest with their with their work. And when I say honest, it's like uh, a friend of mine um, doesn't like the word genuine because it's just so it's so wrongly used. But I mean, sincerely, I feel vulnerable like when, like when they're vulnerable. Yeah, like when you're when when your work is when, when your work is honest, like it's 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 who it's it's pretty much who you are. Like you could tell some something about someone mm-hmm. from their work, um, and and I and I think that there's something I, I you can't even put your finger on it, but like there's something in that work that you're kind of vibing with. You feel it. You you feel it. You know. And when it's not honest and it's something that you're just trying to do, it doesn't, it doesn't really, um, uh, it, there's something about it that's just not, there's something. Well, it's something like if you're talking right. to someone like in a conversation, right. And yeah. they feel, you feel like they're working you, right. You yeah, feel like yeah. they're angling you. You feel like they're not being themselves like a car salesman, right? Like that guy's not happy to see right, you. Right, 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 right. He's not right, happy to right. see that's you. Actually, and like, and when he tells you he's happy to see you, it feels bad. Like you would rather him say to yeah. you, like, I'm happy to that you came in here and I'm going to try to sell you a car and I want your money. Like that would feel better than, yeah. oh, wow. You know? <laughs> exactly. And, it's true. That's true. And I think like wedding filmmaking is a really interesting thing because there's your perspective, right? Superimposed over an actual thing that happened. And so everyone's goal should be, I think, to communicate the couple to the world, to to their their friends and family. But yet at the same time, there's so many ways your perspective layers on top of that. And I think that's what's challenging for people is like, there's two parts, I think. There's like, because I work with a lot of young people shooting weddings. Like, you know, typically we don't let someone really touch a camera until they've assisted like 50 weddings. Right. It's like, because I know the actual thing that they are all totally floored with is the pacing of the day. And like the whole thing is like, they can't even think about what, where to put their camera. It's just overwhelming them. And I think like, you got to get through that stage. I think before you can become a real storyteller, like you have to not be floored by it anymore. Like it has to be like when you get into the batter's box, like a professional baseball player is like, they look and the ball slows down. And all they think about yeah. is that swing. They're not thinking about the ball anymore. They're thinking about the swing, you know? And it's like, I f- or they're keeping their eye on the ball, whatever their process is. But like, they're not thinking, then I got to lift my foot. Then I got to do this. And, then, and that's what you do at the beginning of filmmaking is like, you're like, I got to put my camera, which is why I think like people are so interested in back to you is like, oh, Sharon uses tripods. I should use tripods. Sharon does this. Right, right, right. I should do this. Sharon uses lens babies. I should use lens babies. Like, like, because they're just trying to figure out a way to make it easier. Cause they, cause like the day comes and they're like, what is a good shot? I don't know what a good shot is. Uh, Sharon uses this. And then they just do it. And like, I don't think that's terrible, but I do think that's part of the learning process. Don't you think is like that imitation time and figuring out who you oh, are? Yeah. Yeah, of course we all did. We all did that. You know, um, I don't know if, I don't know if like somebody saying like, Oh, Sharon uses one's baby. I'm going to use one's baby to make it easier. I think they just like the look. Yeah, that too. Um, so yeah. Um, so the, the and, and, and the whole, uh, tripod 
monopod thing is um is 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 truly and I say that I I used to actually uh, have a, uh, work a, a little bit with a slider and glide cam. I miss sliders by it, the way. That's a good look. It's it, a good look. It's it a looks, great look. It's the best looking table. It's a fucking great look. It's an awesome look, and so are and so are gimbals and 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 everything that everybody uses. I'm just not a good multitasker. I I I did use that stuff and um and i will get little nuggets out of it so eventually uh you know and i work with people that kind of like you know i, I work with some friends that um weren't using it so i you know i just sort of well you you, you hit know, on something i want to i want to dig in a little like because it was talking about like hey people are just trying to simplify the day which i think is of course like that's part of the learning, right? Give yourself that yeah. period in your career where you can just screw up a lot <laughs> is really what yeah. I'm saying. Like simple. Yeah. But we still screw up. I oh, all the time. Literally, like yeah. I will double pump my camera. I will. I literally missed I, 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 an entire oh recessional last year. Or um or or hit record when you're or you think you're you you actually hit stop when you yep. think you're recording yep. or. Yep, it's the it's bad. Everybody does those things. But I was going to say Everybody to you, does that. like. I think there's a common theme in most artists. There are artists who thrive on complexity. Alex Douglas, <clears throat> but um, but I oh, think, <laughs> but I think a lot. Most people are like thriving on creating simplicity and process, so they can yeah. thrive in their creative side. So, yeah, do yeah. you feel like for you, like a lot of your creative yeah. decisions come down to like cutting the noise? Oh yeah, a thousand percent. But you know what? That's actually part of my personality too. Mm -hmm. Like I'm like that in real life. I am, I'm like the person that, um, like my, my son does his homework with like music on. I cannot, I can't even have a conversation if there's music on in the background. Like I am not, I'm not good at that. I'm not good at, um, that's, that's the whole funny thing is that I'm not good, uh, with commotion. And like it, weddings are like so much commotion. <laughs> yes, but in and that's real, like in the definition life, of weddings, right? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. It's funny. So I, but in real life, like I do not do well in commotion. Like I am, I. So it makes sense that I, um, that that I like simplicity. I, I look even how I dress. I'm always in black. Like I am just. You should. You you and um, my wife would get along. <laughs> it's the easiest thing, you know. Uh, I try colors, but um, no, that's 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 pretty much. I, I even feel like our whole, you know, even the even even our, I think our think our whole look is very. Um, I don't know if you want to call it simple or minimal, but it, I mean, I guess it's kind of um, clean-ish. Uh, but that's part of my whole my whole. Personality, like personality. Cut the crap, I right? I don't, cut the crap. Cut, cut the crap. Yeah, I actually, I'm, I'm not. I don't like schlepping things, and even with the stuff that we do have, we do a lot of schlepping. There's so much gear. There's so much shit. And but isn't it, that interesting? How like your decision, like, because we do the same thing. Like, my entire rig is dependent on. I want to bring one pelican. So whatever can right. fit in that case, that's my look. That's what's going. Yeah, that's my look. Yeah. Is like, yeah, yeah. I think it's really interesting. You know, here's what I'll say though that is also interesting is like, so the way my company works, 
I'm like the last guy or I'm shooting like for planners. But so typically when it comes to the gear loadouts, right, we want to give most of our younger, more inexperienced people the same gear every week because we want them to show up and not have any variables. We want them to just know what to expect. So that means I get left with all the random stuff. So when I shoot a wedding, I literally have no idea what's going to be in my case. I just oh, open right. it up <laughs> and I'm like, uh, okay, I guess I'm doing this today. And like, so, but it's still, funny is like, it still looks like me. Yeah. Well, because you have a, you know, you have a way of shooting. If, if you're going to give me, I, if, if I'm shooting on, um, if I'm shooting um, at, at a beach or somebody actually said this to me, like uh, we had a, a beach wedding. You know Kyler Lopez? You know Kyler? Ish. He's in the industry. His wedding was on a beach. Um, and and I feel like even that wedding, like we, the, the look, even though it's a beach and not like, you know, a dungeon in New York, like a dungeon looking venue in New York, it's still the same sort of vibe look because if you really like are who you are then no matter what equipment you're using no matter you know what location you're shooting at no matter what's thrown at you um you're still gonna you know do what you do that's why with that with that bride uh that i was telling you about the one out in florida you know i didn't want to promise her anything if, if you know um if she was showing me someone else's work in terms of color and um and light and i just don't feel confident promising something that doesn't come naturally to me i can i can definitely you know uh i can i i can accommodate requests you do your best yeah i can accommodate like anyone's request like we do get like um we've had before you know requests of like maybe not so much dark in the foreground or you know um or or maybe not not so dramatic we've gotten those requests and so we do what we can to accommodate certain requests of course you know we want to i always find that to be strange though like like uh no 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 i don't i don't i don't well, really, no, let, I, let me I hear mean, me out on it. this why bother calling someone if you don't like how their films look like it's just strange. Well, no, to no, no. Me. It's not. No, no. We, we. It's not, that's not. No, they will never get that. We don't like how your thing looks. Can you change everything about what you do? We. It's like they love what we love what you do, but um, and that's why they call us, and that's why they even ask in the first place because they love. They also, you know, we also get um, where we also get couples that are torn because they love our they love the editing. They love the storytelling. They love the, they, they love everything, but maybe they just don't like how moody it looks. But so it depends on what is requested, whether or not I'm actually like, I'm not, I'm not going to promise someone something that I don't feel will come naturally to us because if we don't, because number one, I'm not comfortable shooting something that doesn't come natural, like shooting in a way that doesn't come natural because Especially, it's a live event anyway. There's enough stress on it. If it, it's, uh, it's, uh, there's enough to think about. There's enough to process for us as shooters to process on that day, and then to try to think of like, oh, am I doing? Am I even doing this the way they want? Like mm-hmm. that. That that's a whole other. That adds a whole other layer. Um, so like, if if you're giving me something where it's not really our color, it's not really the way that we work with light. 
I can't, I, I, I wouldn't feel so confident. So yeah. the question I have then is like, when it comes to other people, right? Where's that line, right? When between sticking to your guns mm-hmm. and, and doing what you believe in and not just what you believe in. I think a lot of people get hung up on the, yeah, but it's, not, that's not, it's what yeah, you're yeah, good that's at. Not even- Right. Or comfortable or comfortable comfortable or have experience with whatever it is. Right. Exactly. um, But doing you, you know, whatever that means. And then also being accommodating and, and like, where's that line? Like, and maybe not for you, but just in general, like what, like what should someone do if people are asking them like, to these same questions, especially people with a very stylized yeah. look, you know, cause I think there's yeah. mainly those people. So I think that like, if obviously listen, if it's, if it's a situation where you're being asked to, and, and like, it's, it's almost kind of like, um, where you feel like offended, that's a whole nother story. So we're not even talking about that. We're mm-hmm. talking about like not feeling offended. You're being asked, um, to like if you can do something that doesn't come naturally to you that that you're not comfortable with yeah and let's imagine these I mean, people check all the boxes yeah. you like them a yeah, lot yeah. It's, it's a good game right exactly exactly so again like i've been in those situations and i have been able to accommodate those things i've been comfortable with accommodating certain things but if i'm given something like for, like like um a request in the kindest way again it's only a situation where I'm not com- I don't feel confident that I may be able to deliver what this person is asking me to deliver. Then you're in a situation where and and I would love this wedding, love it, absolutely love it. Um, but is that really smart for me? Yeah. To is you know is is it really fair mm-hmm. even for the couple? to promise them something that I might not be able to do really, you know, I can try to force myself to do it, but, um, you know, like I am, I don't bake very good. And so I can't promise you like delicious cookies. If, even if I follow the recipe, you know? Yeah. You might try to do it for free, but you're certainly not going to sell a cookie. (laughs) Yeah. I can't promise you the cookies. (laughs) You know, I I think it's really about, you know, what I think is interesting about you, and I think people should hear this, and I'll interpret you for people and t- correct me if I'm wrong. But um, I just want to make sure that I just want to make this clear: I cook very good. Yes, yes, but baking is hard. <laughs> but I don't bake. Oh, I'm okay. I'm a great cook too. Okay, I don't well, bake I've, either. But you yeah, give me so there's, there's a whole different give me monster. give me something else, and I can I can do it. But I think right. I think like what I would want people to hear is like. There's this juxtaposition between defining yourself and some of that is what you enjoy and some of that is what you're good at, right? And what you have experience with and making people happy. But even in the defining of your own brand and your look, it's really about other people. Everything is about other people. It's like, I'm going to make something that these people will love, not I'm going to make something that I love. And I think it right. is important to like your work. So I'm not saying that's not yeah. that's meaningless. But I do think like right. if your attitude is I want you to love it and I know some yeah. people will love this, you know, like there are people who love this look. Okay, great. I think where some people get off track a little as filmmakers and as artists is, you know, 
they think that the look is about satisfying them and hopefully someone else likes what they like instead of the look is about yeah. making a couple super excited and blowing their minds. Mm -hmm. And so, you know, and you think I like this and I think a lot of other people will like it. Like it's like a mm -hmm. connecting moment, not a like isolating moment. And if your attitude is like, I'm trying to make people happy, you're going to be much, it's much more easy to be flexible and you won't be offended. Mm -hmm. Versus like right. when you think like they're they're violating me as an artist. They don't appreciate me. Yeah. I would never work with someone who doesn't value me. And like you kind of see that attitude crop up from time to time. And I think like that's so harmful to learning. Like, yeah, well, I mean, so there's and I'm sure that this is what you mean, too. So um, you definitely don't want to feel like you're not valued mm -hmm. you know or or what you do is not valued or appreciated i would say um, i don't want to feel disrespected yeah. like right. i don't want to feel disrespected right. i don't really care if they like my look if they don't want to buy it though right right so right we can't take ourselves that seriously i feel like it's important to stay true yeah and i always i do say this all the time it is important to stay true to who you are and um and of course feel creative mm -hmm. you know to to an extent because that's what will keep you inspired you mm -hmm. obviously want to be inspired to create something um amazing otherwise i mean for some people yeah for, I mean, we're, we're talking about like so we're, we're just we're talking about a very specific like form of wedding videos yeah. you know like not just like because there are there are those studios that are just like pumping stuff out and making money and that's freaking awesome, you know they're just kind of like they're 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 filming they're editing, um and they're delivering they're not really overthinking create you know creativeness or taking time to like well and, and uh, I think it really is you know, more about like, like yeah we're if we're talking you are about, like, trying to do. make something that. Because when I look at, I'm a, I'm a money guy, right? So if you say like, oh, I made this film. Um, right. And don't you have like both, you have both types of studios, right? You have your, your, your higher end, which is more creative. And then you have your more something where you're just like, you're making money. Mm -hmm. You know, you're just not, you're not thinking, overthinking. You're just, you're, you're, you're booking, you're shooting, you're editing and sending and sending it out. And they love it. Yep. But I think there's a person, it really is all about money though. It's like that person's willing to pay more for more of your time, more of your right. creativity. So, so for, right. So, right. Exactly. So exactly. That, that, it's really about the client again, because that, that client yeah. who, who's like, so I have three brands, right? At three different price points, my entry level brand, those clients are not willing to pay. They don't right. care about how their film looks. So they don't, right, right. and so like we give them what they're willing to pay for. We we shoot it in a right, way. But that, that but that studio does well though. You're, you're it does. You're getting a those, it does pretty well. It does fine. It actually yeah. doesn't do as well as my more high end product because mm. there's a stronger aesthetic there. But it but it is one of those things where it's like I just know that like at the end of the day, I'm delivering something that makes people happy at all levels, and that's right. my motivation. Is like I want you to be happy. 
I want you to be happy. I want you to be happy. Like I want to, that's what makes me happy. What makes me happy is that you're happy and that you tell everyone that I gave you a great wedding film and you love it. And when you watch it in 20 years, it makes you cry. Like that's what matters to me. And so like when I think about like people who are defining their success and failure, and I do think it's great to make a strong impression though. And so like, I feel like you make a polarizing impression, like in it and on purpose, like someone's going to look at your work and go, I don't want that. Or yeah, that speaks to me. That speaks to me. And so at the end of the day, like that person is more delighted than they ever could be by a more generic look. Like you've like unlocked that person by showing them something that speaks directly to them. Right. That's what I always think about is like at the end of the day, like it is about us as artists. But if you think about your art as a gift, I think you'll be a lot more gracious when you understand like that someone is going to get what you make and it's going to change their life. And I feel so the the thing is, too, that if you if there is really your own personality, really who you are in your work, then those are the couples that are going to connect with that. Mm -hmm. And so ultimately they're they're connecting with your work and connecting with you. So there's there's similarities uh, between those couples and you because that's they're appreciating something you're putting out that's really kind of like who you are. So for me, um, there's a lot, I feel like in, in the work that I'm, I put out, which is like a very specific um, aesthetic, uh, there's, there's, it's not always that serious. It goes from, if you watch some of our stuff, there's like, um, it'll be like dramatic and then I'll stick in like a funny moment in there or like, you know, some kind of like comic relief or, but that's the couple, that's the couple, it's me. And so, and then, and then the other thing is too, that um, when other couples connect with our work, they're connecting with those couples that are in our work that are really like connecting with me as a, as a person, because myself, like me, who I am is in that work. So Um, I want to switch gears a little before we kind of close out. And I want to talk a little bit about. Did that make sense though? Like, or yeah, was, yeah. 100%. Just, well, okay. I, I feel like that is what it is, right? Is like, I, I can see it on a different level, right? Because I make, we, we did 220 gigs last year and like, you know, I'm not there at the wedding, but it's my and Jared's vision, right? Like every oh, film, yeah, every film like, is our vision, how- right? And when, and when you see it, you're like, there's a common thread and, and the couple and, and it's hence why we work with a lot of the same types of couples because right, they are exactly. like that. Oh, that represents me. Right. And right. I think like, that's such a cool part about our art is like, I'm making a representative art that like speaks for another person's perspective and, and we're connecting in a shared perspective. And it's like, if you aren't making a strong statement with your work, you're not going to get couples that you connect with. So I would say like, you should make a strong statement. Like you, I'm not saying you should make a non-saleable product that is like so weird. Some people they're like, I'm going to be more edgy. And it's like, there's no market for that, dude. Stop. Like make some, yeah, they don't. Yeah. Yeah. Like I don't, I don't recommend that. Like I know, I know it has a limit of like people that, that actually um, will book like what, what we do. 
Yeah, you know and I mean? and I think there's like there is a line, right? Like you got to pay the bills. Yeah. And and and, and so oh, yeah. I would never say like you're a sellout. It's like nah, I think pay your bills first, and then it's more about how you market your business at that point. It, like okay, we'll start putting out the stuff that you want to get back. And worry about it later, but first get your bills paid. <laughs> and, and I think yeah. that is my perspective. But I want to ask you about shooting because um, I think you're like one of the best shooters in the industry, um, truly. And and honestly, like there are just times where I'm like, how does she even see that? Like, well, let's tell. Let's people like how you we could we could share this oh yeah okay okay so i've done a little editing work for for her she has a, a brand that's um like she so basically like i don't want to call it an associate brand but it, it, it some you know she she tries to create more access for more couples so she has something that she's trying to well, do well it, 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 it actually started from because like when we were we were uh booking like rescheduled dates from yeah. from uh covid we we weren't we, we had to accommodate couples that are, we already had booked but we were booked we were already booked on those days so i had to figure out how to um you know what to do with that so we we created another like fury flicks which is basically still the same fury film team just maybe i'm not on it yeah yeah so, well an associate um, brand would call it you know Little, right right same but vibe. you've seen the ones that you've seen the ones that i i was on actually that mm -hmm. was my own shooting so that's yes. how you that's how jason is familiar with <laughs> with the shooting yeah raw out of camera. but i would i would definitely not say i'm 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 the best I you know that i was even like please don't i know you know when i gave you my just... raw footage i'm like don't judge me. <laughs> Only a good shooter would ever think that anyone would judge their footage. <laughs> you should see mine. Um, but I would say, like, you know, you have. Um, just... Wait, can I, I'll plug your. I'll plug your. Uh, your. Um, oh, well, I'll plug you. your service though. So Jason only did like two of my uh, two of my jobs, and then like couldn't take any more. But truly, like I would love, I would have loved to send you. Yeah, let's talk about next some year. Of my we'll other leg, we were just no, there won't be a next year. My, I will be up to date again. So, ah, good, good. Like... <laughs> Thank you though so much. Yeah, we try to we try to deliver, um, you know, a good quality product for people and really understand them. That's what editing is. Is understanding. Yeah, it's it's listening yeah. and trying to interpret people and you, just yeah. like if you're working with a couple, it's the same with the filmmaker. It's like what well, what would Sharon try to do here? And it's like try to put yourself in that place. But I think um, your footage is really nice and really immaculate and and almost um, OCD. I would call it. <laughs> mm. <laughs> there's there's a level of um, just fastidiousness that like in the composition and so like. I'm trying to like, how, how can people like when you walk into a room, right. And you see in that, like, you know, you're probably a nice hotel, you're in the tower or whatever. And, and like, you know, big windows and, and, and like, what's the first thing you're looking for to kind of capture that moment? Are you like just shooting, like shooting, 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 like a lot of wedding filmmakers, or are you more like looking around, looking for that one shot, right. And just constantly composing all day. So it depends. So um, if, if I'm walking into a hotel room, uh, but again, all right. So this is very specific to our couple, mm -hmm. you know, because some couples 
expect more than than what maybe our couple would expect. So I, I like I, I was doing a lot of shooting for a friend, and the way that I was shooting like for for the friend um, whose couple is very different than my couple. In what way? In what way? So they expect to see certain things or parts of the day that my couple doesn't would necessarily not care about. By the way, so I feel I, like. I, I feel like it's just couples in a certain, maybe it's not a price point, but it might be a price. Like it's or it's certain like strata, certain types of people. Like we have a similar thing. Like definitely, definitely my couples don't have any expectations of what, yeah. like they're just basically like every yeah. so often, but it basically, especially like if they're in Boston, they're just kind of like, Hey, and that's like, it. they're just like, you know, make sure you, I see this. Right. Like other than that, they're, they don't want to, well, I could tell you though, no, so like a more traditional couple, and and I think it also has to do with like, um, with, uh, I think geography also, to be honest with you. Yeah, so, yeah, that's a big like, part of it. Like a long, yeah, like a Long Island couple expects to see, um, expects a much more different product than like a Manhattan couple. Mm -hmm. uh, you know what I mean? So like a Long Island, like a traditional, let's say a traditional, um, Italian or even New Jersey, like a traditional Italian or Russian, like uh, a family, like they'll want to see um, way more parts of the day than like a Manhattan couple that really has no time for anything. Mm -hmm. that, you know yeah. what I mean? Yes. So, the, so it, it definitely has a lot to do with that. I'll say that like, but you walk in the room, right? And you look at it, yeah. right? Yeah. And you and you're like, what's the first thing you're looking for when you're looking to compose a shot? Maybe it's not in the getting ready room. Maybe it's anywhere. Like, like, because in my mind, like, I'm imagining you like standing there, staring around the room for three thirty minutes, and then put a <laughs> tripod up and get one shot, and then like, I know that's not what it's like, but it's like, I have a like, I love to know how people see things because when I walk in a room, I'm thinking yeah. these are the moments I have to capture. Like, I'm not yeah. always thinking so, this is I mean, the composition yeah. I need. No, 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 I'm not. And, 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 and I mean, you've seen the footage. Like, we do, we do shoot things that are not always as amazing as, like, what maybe you might see in, like, a one-minute, you know, thing on Instagram. Because we are also – we are documenting their day. We're delivering um, a lot – like, a longer feature. Mm -hmm. uh, I mean, our longest ones now are five minutes, but – um, we're still documenting, we're still documenting their day. Uh, so yeah. Um, but if there's something, for instance, like details, the shoes, the dress or whatever, if there's no, nothing special about it, if it's like in a messy room and there's no, it's not like really cool light or something, I'm not, I, I won't bother shooting that. Um, and and I, and I and I have this conversation with each and every single couple of hours before the, their day, um, because what I know that I can like that I need or can pull off in an edit might not be what they're they have their hearts set on. So like I'll I will have like a bride that are like I really want to see my like I really want my shoes, you know. So I'll make sure to get that. I'll figure it out. You know, you know, but um, but typically that that's not what they care about. Typically, they don't care about hair and makeup. So if they're not sitting, if they're not having it done in like pretty light or whatever, um, I'm not gonna I'm not gonna shoot it. 
I don't, I, I don't I include do. hardly any hair and makeup anymore. Yeah, I don't. I don't think. Do I. I don't think couples like brides who are like lawyers and no. don't want to be. See, they don't show up without their makeup on. Like half the people in their life have um, never seen like. So I, I, they want to be seen as their best. So we'll wait for them to be eighty yeah. percent done, and then we'll kind up. of right. Anyway, right. But a lot of times we're not even getting that. Sometimes so, I don't either if it doesn't look yeah. good. Yeah. But anyway, right. so I mean, so it's basically the same. It's basically the same thing. Yeah, I, I go if I'm going into a hotel room or any room, whatever. But I'm, I'm seeing these shots the right where you're like you're composed and you have your like this great foreground and like there's like this little sliver of light and it's like. <laughs> like the uh, this is what i'm trying to tell you like a lot of people wouldn't see that right yeah, yeah, yeah. how do you yeah. how do you become better at seeing opportunities to create interest right mm -hmm. in your in your films like yeah. not just cover it like you need to just cover it that's the bare minimum everyone needs to get right, right. get the coverage but a great right. filmmaker gets the coverage and they pull out some gold like how can someone improve their like vision and and it's not just their vision because like if you have infinite time yeah you can probably find a good shot somewhere weddings are like you got to make the you got to get something interesting you got to find that gold in the middle of that common moment but you got to be fast too right it's on the fly so yeah, yeah so how how is that something like how can someone develop that eye so that they can enhance their films with taking a common moment and looking at making it look special I, I think that the best way is um, I, I could tell you that, for, well, first of all, you have to have, I, I, I'm a believer and, I, and I, I know that this is like an argument constantly, but I think that you have to have something in you already. It's like, it's like, um, it's like, a, it's like a, a dancer that can get, there's a dancer, you could, you could learn choreography, but then there's a, there's a dancer that, that knows that knows the choreography, they can dance the dance, and then there's a dancer that can perform the dance. So I think that you, you know, and the same thing goes for a musician. You could learn strings, you could learn, you could learn the, you know, how to play a song, and then there's the musician that learns to play the song, but like you actually feel their whole, like you, their whole body goes into it. They feel it, they perform it. So, and that's something that just comes from within. So I feel like there, there needs to be something in you um, to like see certain things naturally. Um, but like for that to come out, I, one, of our, one of our shooters that's been, been with us for, um, for like two years now, the difference in the way that he, in his footage now from when he first started shooting with us and the things that he sees now and his compositions now is like, I mean, day and night, but that's not to take away from his talent because he obviously had to have that in him in the first place to, to get, get it. You know yeah, what I mean? Yeah. You have to and create I feel like space that's to get good. Yeah, that, that's what happened with me. So like I was, I was an editor first and then I started shooting. I started going out there and shooting and then I was lucky enough to shoot with some amazing, amazing freaking talented people that um that helped me grow and see things differently and um but obviously like i had it in me to kind of like be able to catch on and sort of you know grab grab that and then perform it 
You know what I mean? Do you think someone could be um, a great but, shooter then if they're not a great editor? Yes, I, I, I definitely think so. I think, yeah, I think you could be a great shooter and not, and not even touch and edit. But I don't know if the, if like maybe you can be a great shooter in terms of like an image. Yeah, you, you don't know, make mistakes. It's technically correct. Yeah, technically correct, beautiful image or whatever. But I think when you're an editor, you kind of understand um, certain things that are also that can help an edit. You know. Um, well, it's like the difference between like a, to me a head chef and a line cook. Not right. to say that one's better than the other. Like the the line cook actually might be better at chopping onions than anyone. Right, right. But the head chef has a soup to nuts, beginning to end concept of what this needs to be and what needs to go into this food to make it this way and why it's great too. And the thing I often think with people is, you know, I'm a critical person. I, I'm ne I can be negative. I, I criticize, but, and people are like, oh, you're so nasty. And I'm always like, I'm just trying to get the best out of everything. <laughs> yeah, I'm always looking and going like, this could be so much better. Jared always makes fun of me. I'm always like, this could be so much better if, right? And it's like, yeah. because I, I have a vision for what I want it to be. And I, and I will say like, it's hard to have that vision if you don't get in the edit bay. Like, how can yeah, you know yeah. what you want? Like, what are the ingredients I need to make this recipe? Like, if I don't taste yeah. my food. And if I'm not the one at the end of the day making it like, so I think, I think that is an interesting, like, cause that's actually a great analogy. You know, I'm, I'm like always making a food analogy. That's a, that's a great analogy. Yeah. How, how do I know? Right. How do I know what goes into my food if I'm not tasting it? Yeah. Yeah. I like that. That's why like a lot of really like, you know, I see with Alex's work too. He's an editor. He's a good shooter. Yeah. Great shooter. But like, I think you probably describe himself as more of an editor. You know, that's how uh, I, that's how yeah, I, I'm more of yeah. an editor and I took my editing skills in a different way. Like I was like, okay, I can break this into a process and I can get this done 200 times a year. I understand yeah. editing to that level. Like this is, and what I think what all of us understand is this is what a satisfying story is. This yeah. is what will make someone feel good or the way mm -hmm. I want them to feel when they watch this film. And I think that to me is the core element to good composition is good storytelling and it helps to know where you're going to use it in the film and editing helps. But like that piece of light, that, that little blast of light, that's just hitting the hitting the bride, right? Okay. That's good light, right? Or bad light right, or whatever. Right. Interesting light, but really it's yeah. good storytelling. Like it's saying like, look at how she stands out from everyone else. She's mm -hmm. the special person today. She's amazing. This is her day. Like you're, you're, there's nuance to that light. It's not just light. It's a story. Right. And I think if you don't understand, like I'll see some people like I'm not doing table details. I'm like, why? Why aren't you doing table details? That's stupid. I only care about people. I'm like, you don't think that them choosing that letterhead is them? That is them. Right. Those florals are them. Everything about this venue is them. That is a story about them. Yeah. Like it's not just them talking to people. That's not a more more pure story. It's like well, only them talking to people and nothing posed or nothing this. It's like cut the crap on that. Just forget about all that pretentious crap. People 
want to be communicated in a lot of different ways. They wouldn't have hired you if they didn't think you could tell an authentic story. And I think that is what seeing really is on a wedding day is like seeing them, seeing the story yeah. behind it. And like, how do we communicate that visually? And, me, and, I, and I will say this, my practical tip or seeing things quicker. And this is just me, Sharon. What I like to do is get rid of all the boring stuff. If I need to shoot a bunch of stuff and I'm like, I got to shoot this crap. Like I got to get it out of the way. I want to just cover my bases really quick. So I have more free time to be creative. And so I would say like, if you are standing there and nothing's inspiring you, but you got some boxes to check, check some boxes, get rid of like, try to give yourself more time to be creative and don't waste time. That to me is my biggest tip on wedding days is like, if you know you got a checklist, shoot your checklist, do it as quick as possible. Don't delay, don't stall. Just get through the shots that you know you have to get and then breathe, slow down and give yourself some time. And of course, be willing to be inspired. Don't, don't, don't be, you know, be present. I think is what other people say. Do you feel like for you, it's more about like, I got a shot list or it's more like, I gotta be, I gotta be super present. Yeah, uh, we don't really have time. I don't know why, but these days more so when we back and uh, we have this conversation all the time. Back, I would say, even six years ago, I feel like this, for some reason, and it, we have the same, you know, we're shooting the same amount of time or whatever, but for some reason, there's just no time on a wedding day these days to like, capture things um or have time have time for to, to to get things that we used to get back then mm-hmm. um that we used to have time for i don't know why i'm not I, sure I, i've, I, I've tried sure to process that a my... lot too actually i think yeah. with city weddings i feel like there's a lot more time wasted moving from place to place oh oh for sure for sure there's, like... it's a timeline it's a timeline situation and everything yes too um but so yeah and again i, I that's why i always feel like um, we, we, um, do really, really well for some reason, Jack and I always talk about this. Our best days are the ones that we had like no time to get anything. And we're just shooting actual things that are happening. I wonder There's if that's no, like, like, because you're like overthinking gets kind of like deconstructed and you're just purely running on it instinct i i think so i i think so i think i do better i think i personally do better. again i'm not i'm not talking about commotion like mm-hmm. that's one thing that i'm not i'm not talking about commotion i'm talking about just like real things happening on a wedding day that are that are we oh i mean we always deal with like challenging situations where they are um you know where it's, it's frustrating and there's, I always say there's this like there's always something that goes you know wrong for us not not that not the couple might not feel it or no one might feel it it's just for us like um, there's always something that that we have to deal with but but for 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 what we do like uh, us personally and I'm not saying that this is every everyone because some people do really well shooting in a an elopement and directing the couple to do things posing the couples to do things we personally do better with like a couple that has no time and just their wedding is happening (laughs) yeah i i actually think like if 
if you watch the films though, you would not know that. And I, and I, I think everybody should really realize like, that's what I do too, by the way, I make all my money yeah. shooting people who don't have time for me. And you know, a little bit, but in general, and it's not just that they're rude or don't value us. Like the day is packed. Yeah. There's a lot going on and, yeah. and they're complicated days too. And I think if you're like considering one thing I would love people to learn is like, if you want to consistently work in high end events and maybe not ultra luxury, but like high end events that are good paying events, top 2% of the market events, you got to get comfortable with just, it's not all about you like really quickly. And you got to learn to yeah, make yeah. incredibly beautiful work. That is what you'll be hired for. I am hired because the planner knows they're going to go like, how did you make that? with that timeline yeah. like oh yeah oh yeah it was i i kind of anticipated what it was going to be i was ahead in my mind and like i know where the spots are where i can get some good stuff and the other spots where i got to sit back that is how you succeed in the industry yeah, yeah. is to like yeah. is when you can be counted on to do great work when it's not the conditions are a little challenging like i think that yeah. that's what i see all the time so Sharon, thank you so much for coming on and thank you we could have talked for hours because I think we both we could we're both northeasterners. We both have like <laughs> you know a perspective and and but we've you yeah. know there's that respect too and and so I feel like um anyone who's hearing this like hopefully you got something out of it. Hopefully you're you know realizing first of all I always love it talking to people like Sharon because she is um I, I think like you're not the person that like. You're so much more approachable than when you look at this work and it looks like so out of this world. And then you talk to you and it's Aww. just not what it is. And and I think realizing like that's a part of making good work is just being a quality person, trying to be a solid person, caring about people, caring about the couples you work with. And um, ultimately, like trying to make people happy, making art that makes people I mean, it's super rewarding, right? How much, like, I used to play music and no one cared about my music. We would try so hard and people weren't into it. And as an artist, it was definitely, like, a little frustrating because you'd be like, I want people to really value what I do and, and be as excited about my art. And, like, wedding filmmaking was, like, the first time I made art where I would give the person something and I could tell, like, I made their day. Yeah, it's very fulfilling. It's it pretty is, cool. It's challenging and it's you know, many times it's flustering and um, it's, uh, um, you know, what we do is not, is definitely not easy, but it is so fulfilling when you um, deliver something that for that couple and their family is, is just so special. It's a really special day for them. And, and, and when you get back that, like, you know, oh, you know, we're crying and we're watching, you know, I, I, and even when I get, I, I'll get texts of like uh, our previous couples of their kids their watching kids, the, wedding, yeah. the wedding video. It's just something so special. Like it's so, it really is so fulfilling. You know, it, it truly is. I'm, I'm glad to hear you say that because a lot of people, you know, forget that part, I think. That is the part. Um, That's the only reason you're willing to deal with all the crap. Is, yeah. is, is, um, you know, some of it, like, the money you know, is nice you know, too. Like, <laughs> no, 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 not just the money, but I think, I think for a lot of people it's recognition and stuff like that. And that's, oh, that's always nice because, you know, like you said, like when you were making music, you know, it, it does feel good when you, when, when there's like approve, 
we're artists, right? We have, we all have like our insecurities. And so um, along with that comes like, you know, that like need or, or, or um, want of like approval and recognition and compliments and, and all of that. That's all great. But the most fulfilling part is, is uh, what um, I think that what we deliver and, and, and the reactions from our. Yeah. Our I mean, I get and, I can tell you nobody in the industry would be like, oh, what they're doing at Stop Go Love, that's great work, right? So we're kind of just like, <laughs> well, you know, I I know what it takes to make it, and I also know that couples love it. And, and so yeah. I don't really care what anybody else thinks about it, and I think because I know what it is, and I think more people should be like that, like, more people should yeah. just make what you like making. Let the dollars tell you how it's doing. Like if no one's paying you ever, then maybe you need to reevaluate. But if you're getting paid and you're making people psyched and happy, like you should be a happy person. And I, I would agree with you. It's like the ego part. You have to accept when you are allowing ego to run your life. And, yeah, yeah. And it's, a, it's good. Ego, ego is a good thing because that's what keeps you going. Mm -hmm. Just, but, but, but like what you said, where ego lets you, you know, when ego runs your life, that's not a good thing. No, it will, it will make yeah. you make stuff that you set ridiculous goals or make work that is all about you and be selfish or, or it just, makes you ugly, you know? Some, yeah. Some yeah. All that time, stuff. You know, so I think that, that's what I love about your work. It's not about ego, even though you care deeply about what you make, there's, there's that ego right, behind right. it that helps you be right, great, right. but also yeah. you calibrate the ego with humanity. And I love that. So, so thank you so Perfectly much for that. coming on the show. If you enjoyed this show, Thanks, go ahead, hit the subscribe button, do all the YouTube stuff. Um, if you're on a podcast platform, we know that less people do this, but if you liked the episode, you liked it, go ahead and share it with some people. And of course, you know, comment on those platforms. It helps us a lot and helps, I think, get really quality wedding filmmaking content out there. Um, thank you so much, Roan. Hopefully you guys enjoyed the episode. Thank See you. Guys. you.